policing protest, speech, space, crime, and the jury. Jenny E. Carroll. Abstract. Speech is more than just an individual right, it can serve as a catalyst for democratically driven revolution and reform, particularly for minority or marginalized positions. In the past decade, the nation has experienced a rise in mass protests. However, dissent and disobedience in the form of such protests is not without consequences. While the First Amendment promises broad rights of speech and assembly, these rights are not absolute. Criminal law regularly curtails such rights either by directly regulating speech as speech or by imposing incidental burdens on speech as it seeks to promote other state interests. This feature examines how criminal statutes and ordinances adversely affect marginalized or dissenting speech. Despite their general classification as constitutionally permissible time, place, and manner restrictions, this feature concludes that enforcement of such statutes contributes to a subordinating First Amendment landscape, disproportionately burdening some speakers and some messages more than others. To address these concerns, this feature makes two critical normative claims. First, scholars and courts alike have failed to prioritize access to spaces properly. This, in turn, carries a second. Normative claim, the current consideration of access to space as a form of speech ignores the reality that presence, at times, is the message. To force a speaker to an alternative forum through the enforcement of criminal law is effectively to regulate the message out of existence. Finally, this Feature proposes a novel First Amendment defense when criminal charges implicate the defend and speech activity. This proposed defense provides a mechanism to vindicate the overlooked. First Amendment consequences of such charges and empower citizen jurors to engage in commonity-based decision-making about the value of speech. Author Wiggins, Childs, Quinn and Pantazzi's Professor of Law, University of Alabama School of Law this feature benefited tremendously from the comments of Adam N. Steinman, Robert C. Post, Genevieve Lakier, Ronald Anderson Jones, Kate Klonick, Hannah Blockweba, Jack M. Balkin, Rachel Lopez, Ronald J. Krotosinski, Jr., Judith Rusnik, Daryl A.H. Miller, Jocelyn C. Monson, Jamelia Morgan, Monica C. Bell, Fiona Doherty, Amber Baylor, Anna Roberts, Russell. Gold, Hadia Cummings, Rachel Talamo, and John F. Acevedo, as well as participants at the Free Dom of Expression Scholars Conference, CRIMFEST, Southeastern Association of Law Schools, and faculty workshops at Texas NM University School of Law, Temple University Beasley School of Law, and the Florida International University College of Law. I appreciate the time and insight provided by social justice organizers, including members of Black Lives Matter, Women's March, and Southerners on New Ground. Thank you to Casey Duncan at the Bounds Law Library for patiently helping me find sources. Finally, thank you to the editors of the Yale Law Journal, Esp. Siley Christopher Durso, Natasha Reifenberg, Artie Zapata, and Dina Shada. Page 2 of 97 the Yale Law Journal 133-175-2023 176 Feature Contents 
Introduction 178. I. Speech and Crime 191. I. The First Amendment's Free Speech 193. 1. Criminal Law and Free Speech 194. 2. Constructing a First Amendment Jurisprudence 199. B. Regulating Speech through Criminal Law 203. 1. Regulating some speech is non-protected speech 204. 2. Regulating speech is something other than speech, trespass, disturbing the peace, civil unrest, resisting arrest, and impeding. Traffic 205. 3. Discretion, speech, and criminal law 216. 2. Neutrality, or subordinating First Amendment 222.